This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle, your podcast for all things rats, all things castles, and all things pride this week, because it is our official 2023 pride episode. Yay! <laughs> for the girls and the gays. Yay! We are happy about it. And yeah, and and uh, of course, all of June is a wonderful pride month, but we wanted to uh start the month with our pride episode because we have a wonderful guest who's got a wonderful thing going on uh that we want to help promote as well um and and we will and we will talk more about that in a little bit let's start with who's with us though uh dave welcome dave hello uh let's see who else is with us sarah hello sarah hello victoria hey and last but not least, uh, sadly, Janine couldn't be with us, I should say. But last but not least is our guest. And it is none other than Alicia Sella from the Orlando Park Stop.com. Welcome so much. Thank Woo! you for having me. Yes, uh, we're, we're very happy. Happy Pride. Mm hmm. Um, yes, or almost pride, as uh, I'm ruining the illusion by saying when we're recording it. Happy yeah, almost this is the, pride. <laughs> we would normally record on Thursdays, and and this is a Wednesday uh, evening ish uh, recording, uh, so we could get Alicia on and and everyone schedules together. Uh, no, it's it. I think the audience at this point knows that we record a little early because uh, now and now and then there is some topic that gets dropped on a Friday and we're like, oh, okay, well, we got to get back on and record a section. Um, dropped well, on a Friday or dumped on a Friday? <laughs> dumped, dumped, <laughs> dumped, but that is when the outrage is, right? It's always something that needs to be talked about that gets dumped. So, but before we get into all of that, we want to talk a little uh, to Alicia about her Big Stop Hate fundraiser, uh, which is, uh, I guess, theoretically when this is out on monday will have started uh and is available um alicia tell us a little bit about your event and how people can get involved this is the second annual park stop stop hate fundraiser benefiting the trevor project uh we did it last june all last june uh and we uh kicked it off or we're kicking it off this uh june 3rd saturday but it's going to run all month and Every penny that we can we're raising goes right to the Trevor Project to protect LGBTQ youth. Um, but we we do like we sell art. We have about 30 artists uh, within the theme park fan community who have agreed um, to either create a special piece specifically for the event or to uh, sell prints of some of their existing work. But we've had a lot of original pieces this year. So we have limited edition prints that you can only get during this month uh, for this event. And uh, they're, as of this recording, when, when it's going up, there might already be some sold out ones because some of them only have 20 available, 10 available. Um, but there's some amazing pieces of art. And that's not all. We also do auctions on eBay uh, for hard to find collectibles. Dave sent us a bunch of stuff last year. We sold some really cool stuff from Men in Black Alien Attack. Um, and then we also have a video presentation that's on the Theme Park Stop channel. And we're doing a live D and D event this year that yes. Dave is a part of. Yes. Um, so Dungeons and, and Drag Queens, exactly <laughs> a different love. kind of D and D. 
Um, but it's a huge event in that it's all online. It's all for the theme park fan community. And there are prizes every weekend and fun stuff on social media and the orlandoparkstop.com website. You just go to orlandoparkstop.com slash charity. Well, there you go. We are excited about that. Uh, we are going to talk more, uh, ladies and gentlemen, about all things uh, Pride at Disney coming up in this podcast. And we have a little Rant Castle Pride uh, drop to talk about as well. But first, let's get into the news. Well, the uh, the ship now very much full of people until it's done is still sinking uh, as the Galactic Star Cruiser uh, is going to still close. Of course, uh, everyone's getting their last times in. Um, and uh, who knows? We might, uh, you know, I, I know a couple people that are getting to go on one, one last time. Some people are going the second time. Some people the first will be exciting to see uh, who gets to do what and, and that stuff. But for Disney... They get a wonderful discount of $300 million. Sara, explain exactly how this works. Yeah, um, there's honestly, you know, kind of after Memorial Day, there's nothing more American than a company going after a tax write-off. So, you know, <laughs> love that for Disney. Um, so, <laughs> essentially, um, during the J.P. Morgan Global Tech Technology uh, Media and Communications Conference, uh, Josh Tomorrow announced that Disney will be getting a $300 million dollar tax write-off um from the galactic star cruiser um which will be closing in september um he essentially says that this um and the the entire star cruiser would have been depreciated in value by like 100 to 150 million after the next two quarters so that's kind of why they're getting that tax write-off um good for disney i mean at least they're kind of getting something out of it it just kind of sucks (laughs) (laughs) that it's closing but that's kind of all that there is right now um just so everyone's aware, it's completely sold out for the remainder of the year. Yes, yeah, really, Dunzo. Yeah, it sold out literally the first day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is yeah. not a surprise if there's one, if there's one thing nerds love, it's it's limited edition stuff. So <laughs> they they should have put a banner up that always says "going out of business" on the front, like My, those mattress yeah. places that never actually close. Right. Yeah, they and, would always be sold out. I tweeted about that, that actually, if, if y'all know about the show Sleep No More in mm-hmm. New York, which is a, an immersive show, it's a, a very, very famous, one of the big, big ones, one of the first, it was notorious for that. It was a six month run and then extending for three months and then closing soon. And they did that for like three years yeah. before they made their money back, basically, um, and also added a nightclub and a whole other reason, a bunch of stuff to make it feasible financially but yeah yeah i mean that's not that happens all the time in entertainment that's actually would have been <laughs> that pro- or almost sold out this year book now and maybe maybe they've done things like that i don't know yeah yeah i think the problem with they the- always in- sorry go ahead oh and i was gonna say just i think the problem with that of course is they've gotten so digital with their stuff and and, yeah. and showcasing like okay here's how you get reservations here's what's and it's kind of opened a door for everyone to go like oh there looks to be quite a bit of it you know it's hard to say like oh man things are heating up over here when like there's you know yeah just reservations galore online but sorry what were you saying yeah i was gonna say i mean like they inflate wait times so i wouldn't see why they can't inflate bookings (laughs) i feel like it could have happened maybe they could have just had like a like you said a big sign that said going out of business um i think theoretically one is fraud and one isn't (laughs) yeah that that points were made (laughs) Technically, but you know they yeah. can get away with 
they have like the best lawyers in the world so they sure why not um but not the lawyers yeah. get involved <laughs> Always, <laughs> the lawyers always. are always involved it's disney yeah. uh, but the good thing was is that he josh tomorrow did mention that there was excellent like guest service on the on the star cruiser so it it's great that they're not blaming the actual like star cruiser and like wh- how it came about but they were yeah. just saying that it, there was just not enough guests that were coming yeah. um because it's it was a pretty penny it was i think a thousand six hundred per person so not a lot of people can drop that during the middle of a recession not even it was it was a lot per person it was the price of a stimulus check that's what it was (laughs) and and if people didn't hear our last week's episode last episode we really i think we encapsulated those reasons in a Mm -hmm. really good way i think we got to a really great discussion that was like fair but also really truthful like here's what happened you know yeah yeah um of course, an aspect of all of this is that there were some ideas, according to therap.com, uh, there were some spitballed ideas of short short day tours, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, and I guess at some point someone suggested a Mandalorian-centered story, which, okay. But um, I, I don't I, – that's kind of, you know – both those ideas are interesting. I think the short day tours would have worked as we talked about in last episode. And I called it the galactic hoopty do, um, you know, I think that could have worked, but I, I, is there something, I don't know. I kind of like this Iger stuff of just being, it, it, let's take the jobs, people losing their jobs out of the way and hopefully they're getting relocated and stuff. But beyond that, I do sort of like Iger being like, no, like we are, we're going to do things that work and these things are not working. Cut, 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 cut. Right. Um, I think he can do that and take less blame because he's, I don't even know if you can say he's coming in, he's coming back in. Um, but it, it is refreshing to just sort of not see something hang forever and, and kind of slowly die opposed to, uh, you know, there's in my mind there is this oh yeah we were and we already saw photos uh of the star cruiser people being like well there's only like you know so many people in here take a look you know um that could have gotten a lot worse and i think maybe from a pr perspective just saying like it was a really brave idea and we flew too close to the sun and we're out like maybe that's a better call i don't know (laughs) But it was the most think? expensive Imagineering test I've ever done. What, a, <laughs> what an R and D project! Um, yeah. It was like when they did the Muppets Mobile Lab, and they're like, "This is part of a new initiative to test different interactive entertainment," and it's it's like that, but like on a grand scale. And now yeah. the test is over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Except but now we can't. It was only have... like a year. That's I feel like that's yeah. the issue that I'm I having. Think it was a little thing. Yeah, it was just so short lived. Yeah. I, I gave yeah. it two years. I don't think that the idea of other stories would have worked. I don't, I don't think that's the problem. Um, And I don't think even the short day stuff, like they could probably have eked out some time out of that. It's just, there's no one answer to why, like we said last week, it's like, it's so many little death by a thousand cuts, a lot of which were COVID induced and, and, and a business plan that was very optimistic and, and, Mm -hmm. and some greed involved you know yeah. so but i think you're right nathan that, that like the best way forward is pull the band-aid off it's not the creative wasn't the problem right but we learn we learn lessons in this creatively and financially so let's move on yeah I, I, it's, it's it's sad to see it go but it's a re- it's, it's gonna make a really good book someday yeah <laughs> totally totally i'm excited and yeah. I'm, i'll be the first to read it for sure um speaking of things that uh don't change at all though uh <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, take us over to Hollywood Studios. Um, 
uh, Rock and Roller Coasters reopened and tell us what's changed. Nothing since <laughs> my God, like a, a year after I was born, this ride has remained the same. Um, like the rock, rock and roller coaster um, opened up in 1999 and it has been the exact same ride. Um, or no, sorry, 2002. It, it opened up in 2002. Um, but basically they had a refurbishment since the beginning of February and it recently opened up. A lot of fans were hoping that maybe they would, um, because of the Aerosmith contract that was ending, they were hoping that there would be some sort of rebrand, some maybe another IP that would come and take over. Uh, but no, it's looking the exact same. So if you were scared, it's still there. You can rush on over. Um, but what are your guys' thoughts on, I guess, something else taking over this entire thing? Just kind of like a, what would you want instead of? I have, I guess, the rock and roller coaster. I have a theory. Mm. I have a theory Ooh. that while they were in there tinkering, like, because they had to update the launch and some track and things and, and mm -hmm. the boring stuff. But I have a theory that while they were in there, they may have updated the ride system or at least the ride control system in such a way that they could do like Cosmic Rewind and put in temporary different songs. Mm. And that may have been part of the reason that it took a little bit longer than they expected so while it may have opened exactly the same as we are used to under the hood there may be new mechanisms so overnight they can just be suddenly look we have a new song from this new show on disney plus it's going to be for a couple weeks only come on right. down and like experience the ride and that could open the door eventually to retheming it entirely over a weekend mm -hmm. yeah well, yeah, certainly there's not a lot of set to. <laughs> yeah, there's not much. You know, and it would be very easy to change that pre-show into something generic that doesn't involve mm -hmm. an, an artist. Very that, that's easy. not hard. So, I yeah, I I absolutely think that's a, a way forward with that ride. I know we, I, we've heard rumors, like there's a rumor that Queen was going to be uh, the the replacement for a while, which had no basis in anything other than rumor but the one that actually i thought was really funny was somebody on twitter i forget who said they should make it dr teeth in the electric yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you said that <laughs> I did no, the everyone video, said that no, but, the but, show put out a, a still that looked exactly like the pre-show from the yeah. disney plus show yeah yeah, yeah. And, and then kevin lively like said hmm i wonder if anyone's actually pitched this meaning he has yeah. most likely well of course <laughs> I would expect I mean, nothing less from Kevin and I. <laughs> exactly right. So you know that they've gone through this, but from a business standpoint, Alicia's uh, idea is much better. Like they're going to have stuff moving forward that they can retheme it to, you know? The, yeah. I notice a lot yeah. of the signage only says rock and roller coaster, not yeah. starring Aerosmith. I noticed mm -hmm. that none of the merchandise for the last two or three years has said Aerosmith. It's always yeah. just rock and roller coaster TM. That way they can swap it out and literally slap a sign over Aerosmith on the building and not have to change even the warning sign for like the mm. like, no back trouble, neck trouble, whatever, doesn't say Aerosmith. So it's yeah. very minimal to replace that. Yeah. I would say we probably need, if you're going to do some sort of, and I think you're right, I think it's going to be a, a rotating thing um but if you have to feature a band if that's what they're going to do probably it's time to find a band that uh i don't know the people who were alive when those albums were created can still ride roller rock and roller coaster i think that seems to be uh probably a good call um <laughs> i don't want to go the other way and someone who is long dead so there can't be any new controversy yeah oh, it's yeah. just yeah. i just get on and i'm like 
oh, this is Gershwin. Okay, what? Who knew? <laughs> it's just all public domain material. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> Camptown races. So... Here we go. I had no idea who Aerosmith was until I got on that ride. Yeah. I had. I didn't even. I just knew Steven Tyler because he was on America's Got Talent. That's <laughs> oh, boy. it. I've never felt older than I do in this moment. Uh, it's. Yeah. It's not <laughs> even a. Di- it just really just. I didn't know. Um, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. My generation only knew him because of Armageddon. So yeah, I was yeah. just about to say that I've only known it from Armageddon because we watched it in school one day. <laughs> but <laughs> some people American were saying education. that. <laughs> Some people were saying that the ride might have been changed to match Disneyland Paris, which has Avengers Assemble Flight Force. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Uh, well, it seems like Avengers not Assemble... legally possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That for, that is for true. one. Yeah, but like, what would you guys if if that were to happen? If it was possible, you know, the whole Mississippi thingy. I was like... excited by uh, by that concept before I saw Flight Force. And yeah. Then... <laughs> you know, facts. Albeit uh, via video, I via I, video, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, Iron Man looks cool. Like you know, yeah, the animatronic, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's great. It's the ride that that doesn't look great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ride kind of looks uh looks stressed. Yeah, <laughs> stressed a little to say the least. But yeah. anyway, things so does do... it have to be a band? Uh, what would it be if it's not a band? Well, it's gonna it's gonna be rock and roll, I, I, but that's a broad, you know. They can apply. Yeah, I was gonna say any, like maybe Michael Jackson. Shit. Right, they can apply any pop music to that, really. But then you're in you're, but you know what? If you do an older artist, then you're in Guardians territory because that's that yeah. brand, right? Yeah. So it's yeah, like, it's just it's just odd for me. It would be be more uh, more uh, doable if they. I mean, especially if they still had a record label, which they really don't anymore. But yeah, um, for synergy, but but you can do plenty of stuff off of off of disney plus i guess I mean, well I, I don't know well and if if there were artists like I, I don't know like bruno mars that did like a season for rock and roller coaster right if they did yeah you know right, one right. year uh yep. i don't know what's the term i want to use for it uh what's it in, in in universities when someone's there for like a year it's like you know it's, he's 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 in it for a year, and then it's somebody else. Or like, like what do they do in Vegas? Like when they go, like a resident, a residency. A residency is the term I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Well, see, the Vegas thing it just makes me think Celine Dion, and so like a Celine Dion. Not Celine Dion. Coaster. See, it's pride. It is the Pride episode. I have to mention Celine Dion. So yeah, yeah. Um, so. Definitely yeah. Muppets uh, Electric Teeth doing Queen songs. That's, yeah. that's what that I sounds good to me. It oh. should just be Muppets. I'm yeah. sold. Sold. They, they, have a, they have a Bohemian Rhapsody version mm-hmm. that they yeah. did with Muppets on YouTube. So yeah. the, like, the template is there. Yeah. yeah. Totally. As much as we can have Muppets just bleed through Hollywood studios, <laughs> the better. In my opinion. Why not? It's already all Lucasfilm or Pixar. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Might as well. Might as well. Might as well yeah. be the third IP. Really using. Uh, so things, of course, are staying the same there. But over at Disneyland, Victoria, what's uh, what's finally closed? That piece of shit ride. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I believe you mean Splash Mountain. Is that the one you're talking about? I mean, sure. Yeah, if we're going to be, you know, factually correct, I guess it's called Splash Mountain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Splash Mountain has officially closed. Uh, was it yesterday? Uh, yes. Yes. It was yesterday. 30? It was his last day. <laughs> And yeah. You know, it was you know, it was curiously absent. There was no one picketing against it, like there was on the East Coast. Nobody, mm-hmm. not not a single person. Well, I had a feeling the West Coast would be way more chill. 
there were okay so i went yesterday specifically i wasn't oh. gonna ride the ride yeah i went specifically to see how crazy it would be i just had yeah. time in the middle of my day um so <laughs> i just you know moseyed on over um but sorry was, just looking for controversy just looking for problems you know i was Look nothing was going tea. on in my life just bored you know um so i the line was crazy long like it stretched all the way it looped around kind of like around pirates then went kind of near like the French Quarter area, like it was long. Like it, I'd never seen it this crazy, and it was really hard to maneuver through. Um, the one thing that I did see was a lot of um, shout out to the Etsy girls. I know y'all made a lot of money because there was a lot of like shirts that were one last splash, or um, there was like another slogan. I, I can't remember what it was, but it, there was a lot of like kind of um, goodbye right, shirts that Disney were for didn't, Splash Mom. Didn't land on that this time around. Yeah, no. They didn't make any, which rightfully so. But I'm going to say the people that were wearing them, suspect. Like, y'all look like you would miss that ride. You know what I mean? Like, it just... (laughs) So the people in line, suspect. Sorry, you're saying they're all from Orange County? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I don't... don't, I'm not saying nothing. I don't want to say nothing. Um, But it just just looked a little sus. Um, But, you know... It it was pretty. Um, Tony Baxter was there, so that mm-hmm. was you know that was an interesting thing. They were giving out um, little fast pass tickets uh, that were kind of st- like saying goodbye to the ride. They also mm-hmm. gave out maps, um, and the cast members had like a little goodbye closing the doors, which was really cute. Um, and yeah, there was a lot of people there, and a lot of people got to ride the ride. I think at its peak, it was at a two hundred and forty minutes. Mm-hmm. So. No, thank you. I'll wait those minutes uh, when the new ride opens up. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you still want to ride it, it's in Tokyo. So Yeah. Is it the I mean, same ride? Same ride. Yeah, it's literally much. the same ride. But it's actually it's perfect. actually a little better. It's, <laughs> yeah, it it's the layout. Well, it's because it's incredible. Tokyo. Like yeah. the rest the restaurant is sort of integrated into the caves and the queue. It's it's multi-level. It's oh. really, really, really beautiful there. It's it, it's it's same basic ride, same story, but there's a couple of like the, the the hopping um animatronic is even better there. There's a bunch of better animatronics. By even better, you mean it works. It so, works. Yeah, they keep yeah. it they keep it working. Yeah. It's maintained. Which leads us which leads us to our next thing about yes. um, talk about speaking of not working anymore. Yeah, uh, Dave with Sorry, the, with I the, sneezed. He's, make, he's making the transitions for me. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, Victoria, tell us what's going on over at the uh, Oriental Land Company. And big cha- big changes, uh, for those who don't know. I think this is considered a big old change. Sorry, I kept sneezing. Um, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the CEO, well, I guess former CEO... Uh, the Oriental Land Company, also known as the company who runs Tokyo Disney Resort. Um, please forgive me if I do this wrong, but Toshio Kagami. Um, he's 87. He's Oh, thank you. I try. <laughs> um, <laughs> he is retiring and he's going to be pre- uh, replaced by Yumiko Takano. So the change was announced this past Friday to the general meeting of shareholders. He, Kagami's gonna stay on as a chairman of the board of supervisors. Takano is also the executive vice president and will be Orlando, um, Orlando Jesus, Oriental Land Company's first <laughs> female chairman and CEO. That's cool. That's really cool. So, yeah. Right, that's, that's a big cool. deal. And especially in Japan, yeah. For real, especially in Japan, yeah. Yeah, for, it but definitely K- is a Kagami was, was legendary. He's like, was one of the driving forces to getting Disney there. Right. Yeah. He was with OLC yes. well before Disneyland opened. 76, there. I think, is when yeah. he became the real estate 
division yeah, director. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe big, that's correct. It was a big deal when that happened. So it, so uh, what a career, man! My yeah. goodness, yeah. what a legacy to live behind. Yeah, totally. Man loved Not his that work. He's dying or anything, but yeah, <laughs> but eighty-seven. You know, that's man. Can you he imagine? It's a like a long time. <laughs> I was gonna say, can you imagine if a CEO at Disney, you know, stayed till eighty-seven? I'm looking over Bob Iger, and I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> as much as you keep saying you're leaving, you keep showing back up. So we'll see. Um, we'll see. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, Oriental Land Company. We've we've always praised them uh, on this show for sure. Um, and it's been, you know, gosh, what a what a quality they they have over there for their parks, and so. Um, I assume that will continue for sure. There's a, a mm-hmm. legacy of it, and and we're excited uh, for Takano to take over. Um, moving on to Disneyland Paris, Viva la France, Victoria. <laughs> tell us about uh, the strike, and not the one here in the states, but we we have a uh, not a Writers Guild strike here, but a uh, a cast member strike. Yeah, so the Disneyland Paris cast members marched through the parks and. Pretty much what they're demanding is better pay and working conditions. So just breaking it down really briefly. Um, according to DLP report, they started sharing photos and videos of the cast members striking on Main Street at 9 a.m. on May 30th. And it was it was just wow. They had signs listing their demands and they were marched like they were, it was just you would never see this here, just to say that for the least like main street was just completely blocked off so the guests coming in had to go through the arcade so if you're not familiar with main street on the sides there are like little arcade tunnels that you can go through the guests were sent through those to get further into the park and shows were canceled and as far as i know right now they are still marching I think they did one yesterday or today, I believe. Mm-hmm. So they are just asking for better working conditions and better pay. And quite personally, I feel like that's not a reason, not a unreasonable request. It's look, it's not, it's not a day in Paris if there isn't a protest somewhere. For it really one. is not. No. One thing and they're going to do is protest. The one, one thing they're really good at, yeah, and yeah. Well, among a lot of things, but one oh. of the things they're very, very vocal about. And and you know, this was shocking to see on stage in the park. I can't say I'm against it. I'm like, if it's going to happen anywhere, it's going to be in Paris. There was a lot of pearl clutching from American fans saying, you know, they should do this off stage. It shouldn't be, you know, the French don't care. They were getting cheered on. That's the thing from a, from a cultural standpoint, the people at the park were like, yeah, you should get more money. (laughs) Which is such a cultural difference, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, it's just weird to see a, a French, uh, a protest happening on an American Main Street. It's yeah, just, that was so, the dissonance the, is the, very weird. The, the dissonance and subtext of that is quite, quite. But historically, actually. it's actually pretty accurate because, like, yes, the French so Revolution after the American Revolution, you know, like the yeah, yeah. You know. But it's uh, I think <laughs> I think the fact that it is on Main Street is such a strong statement. Like, it sends such a clear message to see these cast members protesting like this on stage, like you were saying, Dave. So. Um, oh. it was very jarring at first to see it, but at the same time, it's kind of like, go for it, get your fucking money. Like, you, that's what <laughs> you're doing. It's um, crazy. It didn't even phase me. Like, I was like, damn, they added again. You get your money. <laughs> I think it's just because we've never seen it on, like, in this the is, park. Um, yeah, in the yeah. park. In the park, yeah. And yeah, even not even signs, on Disneyland. It's like yeah. as far out as they can push it here. Yeah. yeah. 
it just yeah. i don't know how they even got this together because if this were to happen in the u.s they would have been stopped by security before they could even scan yeah, in most right. of the posts mm-hmm. are all like how did those signs get in and i'm like because it's not here yeah <laughs> pretty much like his french right. security yeah. went move her right along go yeah. <laughs> like five you back to your union <laughs> yeah. puff, puff, like. <laughs> two things they have on main street that we don't protesting and wine yeah yeah 100 yeah, that part already a better park already <laughs> i would love if, if if you could just be like you know, today uh, at, at Disney World, the Teamsters are protesting down Main Street at noon. I'd be like, okay, okay, here we go. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to go. But- I'd love to go to a, a, a daily union protest. That'd be wonderful. Right. Um, more of that. Uh, but anyway, we are going to move on from Disney and uh, all of that for a little bit here. And we are going to move over to Universal Studios Orlando. And it would be obscene of us to have on alicia and not allow her to talk about the thing that she put so much time and effort in no one online knows more about what's going on at universal in my opinion than alicia stella alicia tell us a little bit about minions land and what's been going on uh those minions been popping out of the ground recently um and uh they're they're moving right along that that place is coming together yeah i actually tweeted out weeks ago or over the last few months, I've been tweeting out, I haven't even been writing stories or making videos because I don't think anyone really cares that much except me. But I'm like, hey, guys, look, there's a permit for this. There's a permit for this. And there's a shipping record for this. So I showed pictures of what I thought the Minion Land sign would look like because it's the same one they have in Universal Beijing. And it's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. And I shared <laughs> pictures of a popcorn stand. And I said, now the one in Japan has banana popcorn. Doesn't mean we're going to get it here. But guess what? We're going to get it here. So we got the banana popcorn. <laughs> Popcorn. We got the minion sign. It, essentially, the whole like, it's not really the entrance, but it's like the first land you see when you get into Universal Studios Florida yeah. is being minionized. Yeah. Um, and Production Ch- Central is essentially becoming Minion Land on Illumination Avenue. Um, I don't know if you talked about it on a previous episode at all. Or, or uh, we might have briefly mentioned it, but there's okay. no way I'm not going to allow you to fill in all of the details you want. So feel uh, free. But like the the long and short of it is the Shrek 4D is becoming the Minion Blast, mm-hmm. uh, Illuminations Villain Con Minion Blast, uh, which is <laughs> a, a stand through attraction. It is not a walk through and it is not a ride. You stand on a moving conveyor belt and you shoot at things. It's like Men in Black Alien Attack without the ride vehicle. <laughs> interesting um and in a mall (laughs) (laughs) and then and then they replaced monsters cafe with the minion cafe which there is a minion cafe at universal hollywood but this one looks like it has a completely different theme it's much bigger and Mm -hmm. it has a different menu and they released some photos for some of the food and it is very wacky i'll Mm -hmm. give them that it's it's essentially supposed to be the minions are in the kitchen and it looks like the minions are in the kitchen so (laughs) they have blue rice like I've never seen <laughs> blue rice before. This they're is getting like it the all from creative. The, they're getting it all from the closed galactic starkers, or they're sending over all their weird food. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> blue shrimp I can afford. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but and there's also the banana popcorn, uh, which I actually am looking forward to most. Out of I all am of this, so hype. Like this whole expansion is all boils down to just banana popcorn to me. <laughs> well, the fact that the flavored popcorns in Japan have not really made the way over here the way they haven't like every popcorn card in japan is a different flavor every mm-hmm. single one in the park well, 
It's Super Nintendo World opens at Universal Hollywood, but and it has the popcorn buckets, but not the two flavors of popcorn from Super Nintendo World in Japan. I like, don't which, get it. Which I get. Okay, I fine. Don't do the that, don't the do the mushroom. Fine, people don't like mushroom flavor, but caramel yeah. peach. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like it. It, that blows my mind because that was one of my core memories. The first time going to uh, Tokyo Disneyland was like, oh, my God, I had like six different kinds of popcorn and they were all bangers. So, like, <laughs> yeah. anyway, if yeah. you go on Main Street at Magic Kingdom right now, I think you can get like strawberry popcorn, but you have to get it with the mix ins over at the M&M sponsored popcorn stand at the edge of the confectionery. Um, so there is like more flavored popcorns that were like that are under the radar right now. <laughs> um you know, you mentioned, of course, uh, that this uh, is sort of at the beginning of the park. And this is something we've talked about a little bit on the program before, which is uh, just sort of the overall entrance to and, – and I don't really blame Universal Studios for this. But, of course, the overall entrance is pretty quickly Minions um, yeah. unless you take well, a right. Um, I, I have no problem with it. Because I've never had a problem with it. I feel like if people had a problem with the Universal Studios Florida entrance to begin with, you're going to continue to because it's still just sound stages right when you enter the park. Yeah, yeah. Because it's themed as a movie studio. The outside, the ticketing offices and stuff is all themed as like the studio offices. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. When you first enter, you'll actually see like fake plaques and stuff that says like editing suite or this. And like the manager's Mm -hmm. office are like decorated like the post-production offices. And then you get to Production Central and it's sound stages so like it's in theme you go in through the arch as if you're at a movie studio and it's got like the spanish roof style like buildings it looks Mm -hmm. like you're in a movie set um and then you go into the back lots behind the sound stages so like as you get further into new york then you're in the it's supposed to look like fake sets but if i i always tell people if you want the main street experience just turn right when you enter the park hollywood is a beautiful main street yeah yeah it's really good and it's like you know, for all intents and purposes, they abandoned the idea of working studio a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but because it still has studio in the name, it, for me, contextually really works as the ticketing and entry area, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it doesn't really, you don't need the sound stages. You don't really need that faraway backdrop to New York. You know, those things are now contextual to immersive lands that feel like you're in a movie, mm-hmm. not here's where we shoot one, you know? Right. Yeah. So. And, and and they even say on the website now, if you go to it, it says the minions have taken over and <laughs> it, it works like a uh, Hollywood rip ride rocket has a roller coaster going through the wall where Ghostbusters was like the New York, the whole conceit that we film movies in New York is gone. At this yeah. point, we have a coaster going through the wall. Might as well just put minions <laughs> on everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think if there was, if there was one thing, I think I agree with your, your turn, right. And, and, I, I don't have a like a massive love for the Today Cafe. <laughs> and like if you would open Synergy. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you would open that up a little bit, I think you could have just a mini little spot, um, whether it's just a little fountain and just something to sort of make it feel more, I don't know, placed. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's always been this way. It's hard. It's yeah. That's the thing. It's like, if you don't like it, like you've never liked it. Cause it's always been like this. <laughs> exactly. It's never bothered me. Cause it feels like a real movie studio. I mean, yeah. I know it's not, they filmed like three movies there in 1989 and 1990, yeah, but it feels, <laughs> it feels like a, Hey, matinee and parenthood. That's right? true. These are, yep. these are, right. these are bangers. Parenthood was the first. 
Actually, um, Psycho Four is pretty good. I don't want to. It's, it's a TV a, movie, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's it's pretty good. It's still got it's not, it's not Sequence, good. It's Sequest it's DSV. Good. Sequest DSV. Let's right. Oh, Sequest I remember the dolphin there? tanks. The dolphin yeah. tanks were back there. And when you actually had, we had a production tram tour at a, at a time, and yeah. they would take you by the the dolphin tank at the back. I had yep. no idea that Sequest was filmed here too. Yep. So you're saying Roy Scheider was that close to the Jaws ride at one point? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was right there. Yeah. I hope he went on it. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's wonderful. PTSD. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Sequest is, uh, look up an article on Wikipedia. Uh, it's probably titled something like shows that seemed really, really cool and just completely like lost all steam and, and just had no idea where they were going. I'm one sure there's the an first, article titled that. You'll find it. One, one of the first uses of CGI uh, in a weekly TV series, that and Babylon 5 were the first mm-hmm. time that happened. So Yeah, great show. It, it just went off the rails. Um, let's continue on about a thing that did not go off the rails. Well, no, no, I should... Personally, uh, the series, of course, went, I think, a little bit off the rails. But Jurassic Park 30th anniversary, Jurassic Park, we all love. We can all agree on Jurassic Park, the OG. Um, mm-hmm. And the oh, yes. uh, the anniversary tribute store has opened. I, I, I think this is, for me, any tribute store is kind of one of the most beloved universal things now. Um, maybe it's because I personally know people that work on these but also because you can tell the love that's put in them and the dedication uh and i believe alicia you you got to go uh, oh i've been through it twice already tell well, me technically i've been through it four times i've just been to the park twice look you don't have you can't see the video of me but like behind me is the original jurassic park one sheet poster and the jurassic world poster uh, I I'm kind of obsessed with yeah, the movie. To say it was uh, yeah. the first midnight showing I ever saw uh, oh, of a movie in cool. 1993 uh, Thursday night before I stayed up way past my bedtime. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Jurassic like Jurassic Park June is always Jurassic June for us uh, Jurassic Park fans. It's Pride <laughs> Month and it's Jurassic June. So I was so excited when I started hearing through the grapevine that they were going to do stuff at the parks for the 30th anniversary. And then when they had that ladle sitting in the window of the tribute store, like the, 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 from the scene, like the kitchen scene, and mm-hmm. then to go into it. And I had no, like no spoilers or anything, but they had the kitchen scene like recreated and it's done really well. Like, I really thought those were windows outside. Like it was really done well. Uh, and they repainted one of the Raptors, like, and so it looks just like the original movie, but yeah, no, like this was the closest I got to crying um oh. walking through one of those tribute stores i think oh. the other one was the um the retro 90s amblin one mm-hmm. was pretty good for me too but this because they had like the jaws room too but yeah no there as someone who's so obsessed with jurassic park that the like the conceit of this one is it's the making of the movie and to see like the stop motion uh from phil tippett set up for the animatic to see the did dinosaur input device recreated like the love and attention put into this, like yeah. people are going through it and they're like, oh, look at that cool diorama. And I'm like, that is not a diorama. That is the stop motion <laughs> recreation or pre-creation for the like for the yeah. storyboard so that they can shoot the movie. And, oh, yeah. Every every little detail in there. I spent an hour in the first room my first time through and I went, oh, wait, there's more. And then then I went to the next room with the dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, and that's when I almost cried. But yeah, so uh, and it's, it's, I, it's just so good. It's also especially impressive because so much of it they had to custom make again. Like 30 years later, they don't really have a lot of this stuff. Some of it yeah. is probably real, but um, and kept in, you know, prop warehouses. But a lot of that stuff doesn't make it. No, and, or... it's shocking how little of it is actually real. And yeah, 
the most real and most shocking thing of all the sick triceratops out front mm-hmm. that is actually a screen used yeah. uh a stan winston original wow yeah it has wow. been that that's Trixie, and she's been living at Give Kids the World Village for the last yeah. twenty some odd years or so. Uh, yeah. She used to be in the Boneyard for a decade yeah. after the yeah. movie, uh, and before that, she was uh, on display when I first saw her in nineteen ninety three in the horror makeup show uh, Lobby, along with all the costumes and props and like scripts and like. Though yeah. so that was amazing because in nineteen ninety three they had all the originals like really there. And now I think in this one, mostly it's just Trixie. I think she's like the last original thing. Everything else is mostly recreated from what yeah. I'm hearing. I also really love the display. Uh, really good pictures. Some people posted of the display of actual 1993 collectibles and merch. Oh my God. I had, oh. I had all of that. I had the command center <laughs> toy. I had the, I didn't have the Explorer. They were out at Kmart when I went, but I, I did have the big T-Rex, the red T-Rex. I had all of that. So like seeing it and I'm like, oh my God, it's my toys. <laughs> did, did you see, I, one of the things I didn't see in a photo that was one of my favorite pieces of merch that I remember. Everybody knows, you know, they, they always have lunch boxes for these things. Do you remember the really weird lunch box that they made for Jurassic Park that had had like um it was like it, it, i i'm i'm gonna um i'm gonna put a link for everybody and we'll have to i have the one that's on display the red one yeah with, not uh, that one with, with the the dna uh uh because nothing makes more sense than a kid's a thermos having a big danger dna logo <laughs> yeah <on it. laughs> yeah the, the the thermos the bio waste or whatever yeah you know? But, but there was this one that made it look like some sort of carryable, like you would pull it out of the oh, back. Oh, no. I did not have that. That's weird. I yeah, love it. it, it it's, if you just search eBay Vintage Jurassic Park uh, Black, because it only came in black on like oh, the red one. that is strange. And it, and it, and it, yeah, it was like form fit around the thermos. And then there was like a spot that'll fit an apple. <laughs> but yeah, it had much this weird space. side handle. It was literally like, you. it looked like it belonged in a little cubby in the back of the explorer like it literally should have like it literally looked like a piece of dressing that's what i remember wow Um, i was too old to have a lunchbox but i had one anyway in my (laughs) 20s because i would bring it to work because i was that nerd uh so that's the one i had and i was like oh i wonder if they have it in the display but no uh i yeah all of this and uh, speaking of merch uh we should talk a little bit about the new merch uh not all of it necessarily 30th like from the 30th there's lots of new 30th anniversary spirit uh jerseys and all sorts of stuff um but also just a, a great kind of collection of jurassic park stuff uh like ian malcolm dolls and and all sorts of different stuff uh oh the brownie <laughs> the brownie the ian malcolm brownie yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the brownie i love all of the japanese uh shirts um they're all really fun. Uh, I like the comic book style ones. Yeah, is that the, those, those mango like, ones? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The, yeah, the in Malcolm stuff that says objects and mirror are closer than they appear. That that's really cute. awesome. <laughs> the, I, I, I also Ian love Mal- the... the future ex- Mrs. E, uh, Ian Malcolm. Uh, yes, mug. yes, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like the Hawaiian inspired ones too, like the tropical. Oh, the like, the Roosevelt. The yeah, yeah. It's kind of towards the bottom. Yeah, but there's so many different designs. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how they come up with. So far, I've only bought the June 11th merchandise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like the logo, the classic logo, but it says mm-hmm. June 11th, 1993. I think that that really hit me because, like, I knew where I was when that date happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I also love that that just the that the 30th anniversary logo where it's the banner that 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 yeah. says when dinosaurs yeah. ruled the earth, but it says 30th anniversary and it's falling. That's Even such a 
beautiful beautiful little gesture you know what i mean yeah mm -hmm. even the facade looks like it says the making of jurassic park and that looks like the book the making yeah. of jurassic park book that i still have i sent a yeah, picture in the chat that's my uh that's my mini that's my juvenile rex <laughs> um i took that with me to I, we bought it at kmart at eight o'clock and at midnight i went and saw the movie and i had Rexy oh, with me i still so have good. that that's a photo i just took you might have heard all my stuff <laughs> fall off the shelf but I, I just took that photo i, I i'm that obsessed so yeah <laughs> that, shout out to our, our our good friend skipper haas and his team yes. for all the hard work they did on this oh it absolutely lovely it is so so lovely yeah it's one of those things that when you see it you're like temporary huh really <laughs> <laughs> you just don't want it like all these tribute stores i'm like nah, just give a, universal you there's a lot of city walk time uh that could be spent on these things because they have um the there's two universal stores on city walk and one of them is more themed to behind the scenes jaws and it's the kind of classic films and i know skipper haas and his team worked on that one too and and it has that kind of tribute love and you just want more stores like that you're like just give me this store but put it in city walk just do do that you know I oh my god i want the i want the bathing suit the orange bathing suit with the little little tiny dinos on it mm -hmm. it's also good <laughs> the little eight-bit dinos oh my god i need oh we that. didn't even talk about the moldomatic like machines there's yeah, three no. now with the the, the molded plastic the raptor one's the new one right that that came out the baby just... hatching raptor mm -hmm. i think mm -hmm. yep yeah with the the back the the back kind of art for that moldomatic looks like there's eggs inside of it so they're mm -hmm. just they're bringing out the egg it's real cool I, I just all of it is is wonderful and so very lovely so very lovely um well speaking of i guess it's not there's really no transition between uh jurassic dinosaurs and uh mermaids in the sea that i can think of so i'm not Cinema. even the transition is cinema. 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 There you go. Cinema. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, of course, that little that that mermaid being Ariel of the Little Mermaid uh, live action film, which has been released this week. Uh, we thought we'd have a little rat review here. Who who here saw the film? I saw it three times. Of course, Damn. I just saw it. Yes, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Dave, did you see Sat it? Right in the middle. Not yet. Not yet. I'm going this week. I am mid move. I Damn know. It. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm seeing it in theaters. I don't what? know. You have to. I don't think like, I have to. I don't think there's any you sort have of have to. I don't think have to. I don't think. I don't think I'm forced by by anyone actually to 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 do this. Um, what if I said to. please? I th think it's going to make enough money. I think it doesn't need me. Uh, it's not about the money. It's it's how you, it's a. I don't think you can watch. No, no, water I'm not saying their money. Well, I was saying their money, but let's talk about my money too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go see Spider Man. <laughs> what so, if I say this is my form of reparations from you? Oh damn it! <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> and you you have to beat those slavery allegations have, in the last episode. Oh yeah, so. apparently I have slaves. No one do, do, do. allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, did you um? Do you have AMC theaters out there? Because if you don't have that AMC, uh, the stubs, yeah, the, stu no, the, yeah, the stubs. Streams. I'm a regal Wait. boy now. Oh, so, but, but it's three so, minutes from my house, so it's hard to complain. Okay. Oh, do you nice. have? Do you, but do you have the subscription thing? Like not like, yet. I literally just moved, oh, Dave. I mean, I, I just know, I, know. I just got here. Right. Th that is the breathe. best. That is the best entertainment money I spend is on that yeah. AMC subscription. It's see, like you're like twenty five bucks a month, but then oh wait, if I see a movie really right. nowadays 
a movie it pays for two okay two let's say two movies a month it yeah. pays for itself that's so it makes me get out of the house more <laughs> the only the only problem i've had with that is um i'm i've been a a tuesday boy for years oh, now right and mm. if you really just want to see a movie and you don't mind waiting you know it's like yeah i think it's seven bucks now six six seven bucks a movie and it's like there are some months where i would probably pay the amount of the regal um like pass and then there's other months i don't know if i would so i don't know i don't know That's so let's let's be honest i'm waiting to see if i can't use this as like i don't know research money or something for my university like it's technically film like cover <laughs> me um you look fair fair yeah right it seems like it's I respect uh, that it seems like it's studying but anyway enough about me um let's talk about uh the the I, she's a princess the princess under the sea um, I assume Victoria, you saw it three times because you hated it, or <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> All right, what do you think? What do you think? What everyone think? Victoria, you want to go? Oh uh, shit! Okay, so <laughs> well, you saw it three times. I feel like you're an expert. I only yeah, saw you it get once. to you get to start. Yeah. Um. Well, I thought the casting was very on point. Um. Even and dare I say, I did not hate Aquafina as Scuttle. However, that Scuttlebutt song, I need Lin-Manuel Miranda to understand not every film he does needs a fucking rap. Yeah, Next. We, yeah, um, yeah. I think that's 100% accurate. Even um, I, who but, have not seen the movie, understand that Lin, Lin, we love you. Love you. You don't got to put that thank rap you, in everything. Thank I, you for Encanto, but no. I, I went in ready to hate that scene because the internet, and I only saw it a few days ago, and then mm. when I'm watching the scene, I'm like, I get the hate, but also I'm kind of laughing, so it's effective, I guess. Like, yeah. It's definitely it like for kids. It's for kids. Yeah, it works. It's, it's, for, the, it's for the children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're getting plot points out, but also it's entertaining. It's like, I'll let it slide. I really felt like I needed subtitles for that because I couldn't understand a word that was coming out of her mouth. <laughs> like in terms of that song. Like but I she do, was I... bobbing her head and she's a bird, so it's cute. So it's okay. I mean, yeah. It was, mm-hmm. <laughs> For the children, I sort of wish. I sort of wish this yeah. was an original song, though. Then I could have heard Buddy Hackett do a rap, and that's never happened. So that's <laughs> I mean, I'm sad. But, um, yeah, I don't but, really have any complaints about it. I mean, the CGI was kind of wonky at times. Like, I don't want to spoil anything, but like the climax, there's a point where you know Ursula looked real weird, but. I I got used to it because I I was telling myself like within the first five minutes I'm like this looks weird but then I'm telling myself like okay pretend it's a stage show and you can see all the wires like you have to <laughs> remove that in your brain like and then when you like okay yes it, this is a movie and you can tell that they're doing computer controlled cameras and everyone's on a big jib arm but let's pre- right. pretend that it's a stage show suddenly it's the best stage show I've ever seen well that's and, a great way to do it and you're making a good point that like the problem a lot with doing like underwater stuff in general is our brains don't know how to interpret motion underwater to the extent of what they're doing. And so even if it's completely accurate, you know, and this is why good VFX people understand the difference between doing something completely accurate and making it look the way people think it's going to look. And, and I think, you know, there's a mix there. And I, I think, there's there's a little bit of that going on too. It's like it's a little wonky and it's a little weird to see people move in such. We got mermaids singing underwater. 
yeah. you can't do singing under real underwater scenes. Yeah. Like, Jim Cameron can't takes yeah. you underwater and have you sing, you're just, you know, that you can't, yeah. you can't do that. So, but yeah. the, the song, true. I mean, the main songs, songs were like, were, they're so good. So beautiful. Like for the first time is scratching my brain right now. It's just like, like oh, God, no. that, that woman, like her voice is ethereal. It's 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 freaking insane. Even Prince Eric's songs was good. Uh, he was a little too animated for the live action movie in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> His I just song, like, take it down ten percent on your arm yeah. movements, please. Yeah, no. <laughs> His song to me like really caught me off because I didn't listen to the soundtrack at all before going in because I just like wanted to be surprised. But like his song to me, it was it just I just couldn't help but laugh because it was so melodramatic. Like he was so melodramatic, and it was like mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like we're really getting. It was kind of like that one song with um, damn, what's his name? Oh no, the Frozen Girls are gonna kill me. Um, oh um, the um, Frozen the, Two, Lost the in rock the Woods, ballad thing, Lost in the Woods. Yeah, the ballad. Yeah. So it was just yeah. kind of like it kind of caught me off guard a little bit maybe because i wasn't expecting it and it was just a bit much for me well his acting is so stiff otherwise which is fine it plays like it's subtle he's like the whole movie he's acting subtle except for that one scene i get what it was the song was trying to do in terms of the movie though like they were trying to connect yeah no i actually like the song i just i I just thought it was a little the performance was just a bit much yeah Yeah. it it was very much um broadway but like i think the entire movie like i was literally crying when she was singing part of your world yeah just her voice is just so beautiful and you know i was a little worried about melissa mccarthy as ursula but she just killed that role she killed yeah she She killed she was amazing once i heard her in the trailer Mm-hmm. basically do she like she understood the assignment in the sense that they like the assignment is sound exactly like pat carroll <laughs> yeah don't she did her don't. own thing where she like would do an uh, like when she does the aside to like the eels or whatever mm-hmm. she does it in this like the butchest voice you could possibly imagine her doing <laughs> it's so funny to me she's like the boss is on a roll and i'm like oh my god that's so good i was like yeah. ma'am <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's I I mean I've heard from all of my friends who I respect in movie opinions from, um, even folks who are fairly critical of sort of big budgety you know remakes like this. They were like, you know what? It's really entertaining. No, I uh, hate all the remakes, all yeah. of them. This yeah. one Not I loved. Even, you didn't even like Cinderella. <laughs> I do like Cinderella because it did its uh, own thing. But I wanted C- for effect. Cinderella I, and, I left it. I left it out. <laughs> yeah, Cinderella. C- Cinderella and Pete's Dragon are the t- only two that worked for me. The rest of them are like, did they just feel like a copy? But if I've you heard count that... Cruella, I do love Cruella, but that's oh, more good. Good. Was so good. If you count that, yeah, Cruella but... was great. In terms of the little, even though I've like growing up, I saw the Little Mermaid a billion times. Like I, it just this one, even though we've seen it so many times, I was still like, oh my gosh, is he actually gonna? Oh no! Like it was, you do get like a little <laughs> bit of those moments, you know. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that were changed from the original, um, which I was absolutely like happy with. I think Prince Eric from this version is way better than the bland ass Prince Eric that we had from the oh, original. He's just like a piece of, it's pe- I mean, he's that is a the pretty uh, piece of meat. Hot topic on Twitter right now. Oh yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. And they actually think... took some inspiration from the original Hans Christian Andersen story um, mm. to flesh out the story a bit. Uh, so I appreciated that. Yeah, 
For sure. I mean, not the, I'm sure not the end. But... Not the ending. No, not the <laughs> ending. No, but I do, if you look at it as like a queer allegory, though, yeah. the original story and Howard Ashman's lyrics and mm-hmm. now to now as three different milestones in telling this story, this one's conclusion is definitely the most good mm. if you're using it as an allegory. Uh, anyone who's seen it, uh, I shed a tear because the idea of being accepted by everyone you know is probably the most beautiful thing about this movie. Yeah, yeah. that one For line sure. that King Triton said, I, like, I was just like... <laughs> I was Not like shirtless balling. enough, though. Not shirtless enough. Not no. Oh, my. Oh, no, yeah. We, that, we that's wanna... what we're doing? <laughs> oh, we're just, Daddy, we're just telling the facts. I Daddy, mean, Zeus sees and... Daddy. Yeah, yeah. No, Zeus I, I can't even take it seriously. Someone said two... he was a Nick Cannon of the sea. Oh, he... <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I could no longer take him seriously. I was expecting I mean, to see the daughters more. Like we didn't really get much of them. They, they were... cut their song, right? As if I remember. Yeah, they cut. Yeah, the song. yeah they didn't have one. Look, I, I still feel like there were more shit. in this than the animated one. Honestly, mm. probably. I agree. Does I Kermit but... make a a cameo in this one though? No, no Kermit cameo. Unfortunately, not like in the no. original. Well, that's a shame. That would have been weird. <laughs> yeah. Just in a corner somewhere. Just like the original. You know. Anyway. Anyway. So that's, it sounds like it's good. I, I'm happy to hear it. Um, And who knows? Maybe it, there's so many movies coming out. We'll, we'll have more reviews on movies, but maybe I'll get to see a little more when we hear it. Uh, in the meantime, though, it is June, baby. And we have some pride stuff to talk about Disney wise. So y'all, we need to ride with some pride. <laughs> David's just dancing, dancing there. You got the rights Ex- for this? I was not expecting <laughs> no. a song. Excellent choice, Nathan. That's a oh, really, nice. really deep, good disco cut. That's a good one. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a gay it's anthem. It's not the disco Star Wars album. I'm disappointed. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a gay wonderful anthem game. right Sylvester, there. Man. Yeah. Sylvester, man. <laughs> Sylvester. Um, so, we are going to talk a little bit about Disneyland's Pride merch and Disney World's Pride food. So we're going to kind of pop back from each coast. What do you guys think of the Pride merch? Uh, it is like Pride in all capital letters shouting on the internet. They're like, it's Pride! <laughs> it's <laughs> really good. It's really, it's, really good Pride merch. Yeah. It's so good. Like, the, my uh, God. The, the America Chavez ears are, my, I think, they're my cute. favorite. Of oh, all they're adorable. But the spirit jersey is great. There's stuff like I don't normally wear stuff like this. And I'm like, I kind of want that shirt. That's really cute. I, yeah. I bought the fan because the fan has the same design as the the big spirit jersey with the big swirlies. Oh, right. That's right. Sure, sure, sure. So I and got the can, fan. And you can thwarp it. And, I can. And... Hold on. Let me get my. <laughs> clack, clack, clack. <laughs> How do you thwarp? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's audible. There we go. Um, no, I think it's really great. I mean, you know, the fact that they're also using the. They're using the progressive pride flag. They're using mm-hmm. there's a trans pride flag on some stuff like mm-hmm. this on is, snacks even. Yeah, I know, I know, yes. and and like you know, I bring on the haters because they'll be shut down in the park pretty quickly if it if it, if it's too vocal. But whatever, like you know, I like we said, I, I think last week or the week before, like uh, uh, rainbow capitalism kind of sucks, but at the same token, where we are in the world right now. 
like bring it on i want more yeah. of this i'm this always for it because i see it and like growing up and being younger and never seeing it like right. i don't care if they're making money off of us i i love seeing it because i like i know that means the tide even if it's for marketing purposes the tide must be turning if there's a market <laughs> yeah yep yep yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and i'm and, and selfish and capitalism about goes for it yeah. And well, and we've talked about this before, like I'm of a generation that I have friends that were kicked out of Disneyland for dancing with other boys right. at Videopolis. And then in the 90s, we had Odyssey events where, pri- where it was gay night, but it was like a private thing, but it was still ours. And then so when you started to see Disney go from like warning people at the gate that they're if, if, to straight dads wearing red shirts because they used to do that to this in like less than 15 or 20 less than last time i saw that was probably early on so let's say 20 years Mm -hmm. that's massive that is huge dan i should i should ask you i should ask you about this because this did this was almost the the pride song um uh should videopolis's theme be a a pride anthem as well because it's (laughs) you know let's see if i can get it I'm going to the top bitty up. It has lyrics, by the way. It does. It's, um, pretty, it's actually kind of a banger. It is kind of a banger. Videopolis was super gay and super druggy. They had a lot of drug problems. Anyway, um, <laughs> definitely didn't get shot, shot down. Or definitely didn't get shut down because of people getting murdered. But <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, but so the, the but the pride merch is one thing, but I was bowled away. I was blown over by the pride food. There is so yeah. much stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 looking for I have to go early. Um, like this is <laughs> one of those things where like if someone complains because of the colors, I'm gonna be so upset. So I'm gonna like go to all the parks this week coming up and hopefully they still have it all. But yeah, it's it's not just a cupcake. It's like, and it, and they're not afraid on the Disney Parks blog. It like it says like transgender flag. It says it. It says it right. It says it. It's not subtext. They're they're not you know it, all this all this stuff. Even fifteen years ago at at, at uh, Gay Days was sort of subtext. Well, yeah, the, like, the merchandise nope. three years ago said Rainbow Collection. Yeah. Only like last year and the year before does it say Pride. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, in talking with some of the people behind this stuff, uh, they spend years getting all this stuff ready so like what we're seeing now was being developed during last pride Mm -hmm. uh so like uh some people like the wall showed up uh today at epcot and people were taking pictures most beautiful pride wall i've seen so far from walt disney world but they did have a pride wall in all four parks last year of course in epcot it was at the bathrooms and imagination uh but now that the creations (laughs) is open they have this beautiful pride wall and the first person i saw tweeting it is like it must be in response to desantis and i'm like they plan these things so far in advance and they had four walls up at the four parks last year so it is not a response it's just an evolution of the program and the people inside the company want to do more right by you know the community yeah yeah, yeah for for real and it, what's i i will have to say and this is something we already said like when i look at the food there is a an emphasis i would even say on on the trans colors um yeah. especially from years past um and i i applaud that i want to i'm sad i i've moved away i cannot get myself I'm... a a uh a, a, a sure, nice pride coconut key lime pop or I, uh, yeah a pride float. I'm, sure 
I'm sure we're gonna get you know the the hater influencers doing things like buying it and then throwing it on the ground or stomping on it or whatever. I'm like, Disney got your money, yeah, whatever. Right, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I mean, do you what you it. will with your product, I guess. But you know, yeah, I want the the one from Sleepy Hollow at Magic Kingdom. Oh, me too. Uh, Pride Mickey Pop confetti cake dipped in white chocolate and striped with the transgender flag colors. It just looks so happy. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love that. My I think my favorite one is the the lunchbox tart at Woody's lunchbox. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks good. It looks like a giant uh, long pop tart, and yeah. then it's and but the the rainbow Andy flag. Says gay on rights, it, Dave. It, it, Mickey says gay rights, and the, but I, my favorite detail is the rainbow flag is literally a, a, a one of those um candy, the rainbow strips. The candy yeah, the rainbow strips. strips. The sour. Yeah. Strip. It kind of looks like Pride threw up all over this pop tart, really, in a, <laughs> yeah, in a but, good way. But, uh, but yeah. What is what is Disney? Uh, like appreciation, if not having some piece of dessert that looks like some theme threw up on it. Like that's, you have to have one thing that's and, like that. And here's so. the thing. If you took, if let's say this didn't appear, that, that cupcake or that pop with the pink and blue on it mm-hmm. and white, if it showed up in a, a non Pride Month and wasn't called what it is, no one would care because no, it's, it's cute and pastel. It kind of looks like Whatever. cotton candy colors. Like I don't yeah. think anyone would think twice. Right, right. And so at the end of the day, well, it doesn't matter if people come on. No, I think we give them too much credit. Um, the, the evil ones. I think that <gasps> yeah. there yeah. are far more people that are excited than there are not. Uh, and of course, we are excited for Pride as well. Uh, and so we are releasing two shirts and they've already been released. Woo! Um, you can go to bit.ly forward slash rat pride. Um, and you will see our T public site. And there are two shirts that I designed on there. One that says ride with pride. Um, and then one that says, which is a, this other one I've wanted for a very long time. And finally I just said, Oh, fine. I'm just going to make it myself. And it just says allies can be eye candy. So I love that <laughs> so much. Nathan, I, yeah. I, I have a number of straight friends who bought it who are like, I yeah, it too. objectify me. Come on. Like, yeah. it's, it's great. I love yeah. it. So uh, all proceeds, of course, uh, this month from our any of our T-shirts um, will go to the Trevor Project as well. So we are excited to. Support. I love the ride with pride uh, with the it, roller coaster logo in the rainbow. It's so perfect. Yeah, I was really happy with that. It, it worked out really well. That was a tricky one. So I'm glad it worked out because it's really pretty. Um, I was going to ask uh, any uh, of my uh, LGBTQ friends on this podcast, plus friends. Um, what is it, you know, as we sort of wrap up the, the Pride segment here, what is it about Disney and Disney parks that you guys feel makes them so beloved to the community? Because I do feel like there are certain certain cultural pinpoints for your community, whether it's, uh, and I don't want to stereotype either, there's broad spectrums, but, you know, there's Broadway and, and there is uh, certainly Dragon Club life. And Disney, I think, has a a, a, a spot and it has for yeah. decades now. So what what makes Disney a, a corporate behemoth worth too much money that is generally bad um, for humanity? What makes it work for uh, the LGBTQ community? Um, no. I'll go for, I'll, I'll, yeah, go, go. I'll go first. I I think one of the big ones is the queer coded characters, namely yeah. the villains. Like, yeah. the, 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 you know, no, no gay kid growing up at the Lion King didn't see Uncle Scar <laughs> as the funny uncle that everyone had. I mean, let, let's be honest. 
Mm-hmm. So it it I think a lot of it is that our fantasy can we can project onto the bad guys, which are often more interesting characters. I don't think that's a hundred percent of it, but I think it's a big, big part of it. Um, I for the parks, like I saw someone complaining on Twitter right before we started about how like the parks are my escape from the real world. And what's funny, like he was complaining about the wall at Epcot. What's sure, funny though is that that's what I love about the parks Mm -hmm. is that the real world is mean to me and Disney is inviting. Like if I go and I see a rainbow, it's not like, Oh, rainbow capitalists to me. It's like, I'm, I'm allowed here. Uh, If someone was to harass me, I know security is going to pop up out of the corner and trespass that person. And I will feel safe there. Like nowhere else do I feel safe in my state right now than the parks. Uh, but it's always been an escape. It's a make-believe world where everyone gets along and everyone of all different sorts like can be friends. So Disney has always been this like fantasy for me because it's better than the real world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Victoria, any thoughts? Oh, from... sorry. There was a dog barking outside. Oh, sorry. Um, <clears throat> so for me personally... I feel like the Disney parks, um, adding on to what Alicia and Dave said, just basically adds an, a, a type of escapism for us, like in a way where like nothing really matters, like our race doesn't matter, our gender, you know, sexual orientation, any of that. And it's all inclusive and we can just love what we love in the parks mm-hmm. without judgment. So that's how my personal feelings are as far as Disney and the parks. For sure. Yeah. And plus, also, a lot of Disney is just camp. So it fits right. <laughs> yeah, <in>. that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's over the top. It's colorful. You know, it's uh, it, it's there's there's so much that it, it ties into a queer sensibility yeah. in general. Um, there's one sort of one that I, this isn't doesn't relate to sort of a universality that we're talking about, which I think is really important. But I remember reading a story or I remember seeing a, gra- a photo online and it was a, a little girl sitting, sitting next to Mickey. And, and it's an old photo that was scanned. And it's the story sort of printed over it, how when she was like nine, she whispered in Mickey's ear, is it okay that I like girls? And Mickey looked at her and nodded his head okay and brought her into a hug. And she's like, I know, right? Like, she's like, that. that's what Disney means to me. Mm. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, like every, I think everybody's had a moment at Disney, straight or gay or whatever. There's a moment where you lose yourself. You lose the reality of who you are. And you absolutely 1000% believe that you are in this place for a reason. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think for, for queer people, seeing this sort of representation is like, it is it just adds a layer to that when we get tiana's boat ride there's going to be a whole layer of that recognition and and reflection for people of color mm-hmm. um it, it just it all of this is additive and all of it's good and so the i think you're right nathan the the the, the more people love it than don't and mm-hmm. it's just um, the internet makes the the negative voices good clickbait and and good metrics so screw them most people love all of this added stuff. Most people like I, I, I saw, I remember seeing a cast member in um, Disneyland because now they're, they're, it's genderless. You can wear whatever you want. And mm-hmm. one of the, one of the uh, Indiana Jones 
attendance, which is like Safari gear, was wearing the skirt and had painted painted nails. And I, I was in line and a little boy asked his mom about that. And she's like, well, that's just how he likes to dress. And that's how he likes to express himself. And it was it. And it's like, yes, we're in California. Of course, it's probably more, more pre uh, prevalent here. But those kind of discussions happen with families. Even if they're contentious, it's good that they happen. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. We, my, um, I mean, my wife and I had our honeymoon at Walt Disney World. We stayed uh, on site and we had the pins that say just married. And every single cast member that we cross paths with like, congratulations. And it's like, I, again, like, that's why we go here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Well, we love to hear it. Now let's go to something that's less fun, which is of course <laughs> our segment. <laughs> Beware our guest. Okay, as you know, Beware Our Guest is where we highlight some of the shenanigans, to say the least, that has been going on in the theme parks, um, whether it is criminal of nature or not. And both of these today are not necessarily criminal, but they are certainly interesting. Um, we are going to start with um, cast member uh, gets in sort of, I guess the best way to call it is a slight scuffle um, with a woman who wanted to have a different seat on the people mover. So apparently her family was all with her and they filled the, and as, as you know, the people mover, if you've been on it, um, you know, it's a rotating uh, wheel uh, and you get on and get off and the vehicle keeps moving. And um, so her family got on um, and it seemed like it looks like, uh, this is according to the report just prior to getting onto the people mover, a cast member advised them there might not be enough room for them due to the rest of the family members already on board. The sheriff's report says the cast member held out her hand and pointed her intent was to redirect them towards another car as the one the guests were trying to get into was at capacity. Um, but this person, uh, Jennifer is her name, uh, Jennifer, grabbed the cast member's arm and pushed it out of the way um, and got into the car she wanted to get into. Jennifer told her uh, that the rest of the people on the people mover were her family and moved past to get on the ride. And the cast member, of course, uh, basically feeling assaulted, stopped the ride <laughs> and called security. Um, and the uh, uh, law enforcement became involved and uh, there was a, denial of anything happening from jennifer um intentionally and she said there there was already forward momentum when she made contact with the cast members outstretched hand um what i think is interesting about this article is uh, let's see if i can find the quote it says no criminal charges ended up getting filed and no one was arrested um and this is one of the reasons for this was oh let me find it well, I was going to read it, but now I can't find it. But anyway, there's no camera there. So there's no evidence uh, of what happened there. And I've just got to say, there's no camera at the loading and unloading of the people That's mover. So weird. It's yeah, that really crazy. Weird. That is um, weird. Yeah. So thoughts on this story? What do you think? Is she being legitimate? Is there forward momentum? I know things are crazy uh, when things are moving and you're trying to get into stuff. Where do we, where do we lay our uh, blame on this one? I will always side with a cast member because yep. they have no impetus to lie, right? <laughs> yeah. um, there's no reason for them to 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 single out guests to be mean to. 
So I, I, I side with the cast member. Could it have been this momentum? Okay, maybe. But the, the, it all stems from she directed them to go into another car and she didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, and warned them. So it's fairly right. clear. Yeah. Is it is it forward momentum though, or is it does it go the other? Because I always see the cast members walking backwards, not like going the other direction. Yeah. So how is how, it forward? Which momentum? way is the wheel moving? Yeah, I don't. For yeah, when entering clockwise. Like, I'm trying to like imagine how that could have happened. I don't know, but yeah. you know, even if that was true, like why you're gonna see your family at the end of the ride? You don't need to like be seated right next to them. Like you're gonna get there eventually. And they were yeah. probably in the same train. I mean, yeah. they're multi multi car trains. Well, and it's well, sadly, there's no photo on the people mover, so it's not like you you are gonna miss anything. Right. But also, there should be a photo of the people mover. Um, <laughs> I would have an album full at this point. Uh, moving on, uh, we do have one that uh, uh, I'm getting Spork flashbacks. I'm getting Star Wars Spork flashbacks here, everybody. Uh, rodeo, uh, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue at Toy Story Land has already given up on their giant pencils that they used so you could sign uh, your checks because, of course, people are stealing them. Um, I'm, I'm more sad about this than Galactic Star Cruiser. Honestly, yeah. like that was the, the highlight. Giant pencils of, were so fun. It was the highlight of our dinner. I mean, not really, but like it was um, the biscuits. Obviously, the highlight of the dinner. Mm-hmm. But like we took pictures of, of us all holding the pencil. Like it was the coolest thing. And, and and people, this is why we don't have nice things. Yeah, yeah. I man, eBay has I made things rough. For, I don't know why people real. are stealing the Scholastic Book Fair pencils. Like you can literally get them. how they're. <laughs> doing it is the yeah, better like, question maybe they're putting it in the stroller or in the backpack like i don't why though it's a pencil yeah, yeah. you could buy it on amazon like it's it's just a, a novelty oversized pencil that they hauled out and stick a pen in um mm-hmm. but yeah i this is like someone stole or tried to or accidentally i don't know the story broke off a toe off of the sick triceratops in front of the tribute store right luckily they placed it right next to it so maybe it just fell off on its own but this is we can't trust people this is why everything's behind like this is why everything's bolted down at disney world they have to nail everything down yeah um too true because uh it is it's a really nice uh, fun pencil i you know though i'm i at this point i'm a bit shocked that they even tried it like there's a there seems to be like a level of uh not thinking like ebay exists or something i don't know because this is huge this is like when you have the key to the gas station bathroom and you stick it to a stick this thing's twice as long as that i concur but that is we 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 have all seen what people will do um it's one all you need is a poncho and that's true when when um when the lost world came out in theaters they a big display at Universal Studios Florida with all the props and dinosaurs and stuff and they had compies little little dinosaurs but they're three feet long mm-hmm. and I kept going through the thing week after week um, and, and I asked like why are there less and less compies every time and like someone keeps stealing them someone's stealing a three foot long dinosaur statue <laughs> and it's probably the same person too probably four different compies got stolen <laughs> Uh, and now in the tribute store and everything, they they have little compy replicas that you'll notice they're behind the counter on a top shelf <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> no compy criminals allowed around here. No more stealing of compies. Um, you don't want to steal. A, you know, I, I appreciate, though, it's someone who I've just finished reading Jurassic Park for the first time. 
uh, and, uh, uh, you know, if you know anything about compies, you, you want to keep them separated. So I appreciate they're only stealing one because you steal more than one. You, it's done. You're done. Um, let's see. <laughs> they're here. dangerous in herds. They're, they're very dangerous in herds. <laughs> yes. Uh, they'll make you sleepy and then eat your face. Um, so with that said, uh, enough with our, our sad guest experiences here. We're going to go over to the mailbag with some new mail. So mail someone a letter. Just a card will do You know it's nice when the postman has a letter in a sack for you Andrew O. writes us and he says, Hey, Ratcastle crew, with the Disney CFO, that's Christ, uh, Christine McCarthy for those who uh, need to know, with the Disney CFO saying Imagineering would look at the consumer data from the Disney Plus when making decisions in the parks, what would you like to see be added based on the top streamed shows slash movies of this year or last year? For help, he says here... Um, Let's see here. His genuine answer would be to bring the puppets from Bluey to Disney Junior Theater. And his joke answer was to bring Salem uh, based on Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> um, what do you guys think? My my suggestion is is they should um, get a, a lot uh, and have it empty. And you just say, well, there was something here, but then we didn't want to pay residuals. And so ah. that's, there's nothing here now. <laughs> I personally don't care what it takes. I just need something fucking bluey in that part. I agree. I agree Blue, with that. Bluey would be great. Yeah. I, I think, well, in a way, they're really doing it already. Like all of them, all the characters that they keep rotating in and out of Avengers Campus are are because those are paid for by um, Disney Plus marketing, right? Well, they, yeah. would, they wouldn't put Moon Knight in the park just to put him in the park. <laughs> yeah. So, That's true. Werewolf so they're, they're, by Night, for, for example. Yeah, right. Yeah, a right. wonderful thing I love very much, but yeah. uh, very small. <laughs> yeah there's no there's no magic there's no theme park budget for that yeah and then and so that those are coming out of a marketing thing whether or not they do anything permanent out of disney plus i think that really depends on something that has like you know mandalorian is permanent in the parks now grogu appeared um as a, a a meet and greet attraction that wasn't just an activation of mando walking around which is my guess is that marketing paid for that first one and then Oh, this show's popular enough. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 pay for a Groku and put him in the park. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you'll ever see an attraction. Attraction. I mean, Bluey would certainly make for one for sure, and that's the. I think that's the most popular thing on the network. But it's it? also not owned by Disney. Is the no. problem? No. no. Uh, yeah. No. It's the uh, an Australian company has the theme park rights currently, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. see what happens. Uh, it is my favorite show on Disney Plus. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I don't have kids, but I love Bluey. My this nieces got me watching it, and then we watched every episode from the beginning. Uh, watch it. I don't care what age you are. Watch Bluey. It's amazing. It's so good. It's I hear so it's, good. it's ridiculous. It has no right to be that good. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds True. me a little bit of there was a show that i was into a while ago called sarah and duck which was a british cartoon which had the same vibe of just it was a girl and her duck and they walked around and talked and it's kind of chill awesome vibes uh with some silliness so i've loved everything from bluey i've seen i agree i think bluey would be the answer is that is that everyone's answer it seems like everyone's <laughs> answer. well i think muppets mayhem is doing well and that's yeah. that's one that i would there's your there's your rock and roller coaster overlay at least for a small time for a short amount of time seriously but, <laughs> but like like none of the muppet stuff is hit as hard as that one has and it's doing, evidently doing well so maybe that one yeah um, i mean i think the problem uh, this is a larger problem kind of slash question which is like 
can you make anything in the theme like theme park stuff as we sort of mentioned uh about the food it takes years to make um as much as you want to make a cool mandalorian something uh mandalorian might be over uh like and there's four more years and then you have an attraction like it's just it's the time that's how i that's how i feel about all of the avengers stuff it's weird to make all these rides, and by the time they come out, the characters are dead in the in the MCU. Yeah, like, yeah. that is they have to like say, "Oh, this is an alternate universe." And it's like, I don't want an alternate universe. I want the current yeah, universe. Well, the current but universe is moving way current, too fast. Yeah, yeah, but they're keeping it current by bringing in those characters well, that yeah. show up on Disney Plus. Yeah, so yeah. that's kind of a little bit of an upside. It, yeah, but like Bluey, like there's a reason a day in the park with Barney lasted so long. Yeah. It's like. Their kids shows get watched in reruns on DVD and forever. So something like Bluey, especially something like Bluey, where there's like 100 episodes or there's 150 episodes that will be watched for at least another decade, probably forever. So Mm -hmm. I think you're safe. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can't. I honest, honest to God, can't think of an original Disney Plus show that I would. I mean, that's not already Marvel and Star Wars or yeah, I can't. They've done a horrible job when it comes to that. Uh, they've also now, uh, you know, taken a, a a pillow to to the face of Willow and uh, you know what Benedict Society. Anything that they had that was original or at least smaller in IP. The world, according to Jeff Goldblum, was like an opening day attraction for Disney Plus, and they're taking yeah. it off. Yeah, Willow it's... would have been cool to see in the parks, like its own like little land. That would be cool. I think Willow just not not big enough is the problem. That for, for, I mean, I think that's probably why they took it out. Um, mm-hmm. Though all those shows are going to show up on some ad paid service by commercials. I can guarantee it. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess that's our answer. Bluey. That should be the answer to everything. Bluey. Um, <laughs> so to finish this off, as always, of course, I have talked to a studer computer for our poem of the week. That's why I'm a router for me computer. Everybody needs a friend. What? All right, a studer computer. We need ourselves a good poem about the news this week and about Pride Month. Can you give us anything? Let's see what uh, Studer has for us. Ah, here we go. The Astuto Computer Poem of the Week is In a world of colors vibrant and true, Pride Month arrives shining anew, a celebration of love, diverse and bold, where hearts unite, stories unfold. Across the lands, a joyful parade from Disneyland Paris, a vibrant crusade. Cast members march, their voices strong, demanding better pay and rights long overdue. Long. Linking arms, they walk with pride, fighting for justice side by side. Through laughter and tears, they make a stand for equality and fairness hand in hand. In Universal Studios, Florida's embrace, the Jurassic Park tribute, a cherished space. 30 years of wonder, adventure untold, a legacy of magic, resplendent and bold. Within those walls, memories abide. From the screen to reality, we collide. A homage to a world that still inspires, to dreams and fantasies the heart never tires. Pride Month and its tapestry woven with care, threads of bravery, love beyond compare. From Disneyland Paris to Universal's realm, we celebrate diversity. Let our spirits overwhelm, embracing differences. We find unity's grace, a kaleidoscope of love lighting up every space. 
Together we rise, breaking through the confines. With acceptance and respect, our spirits align. In this month of pride, let us make a vow to honor love here and now, to stand as one in rainbow array for a world where acceptance forever will stay. Thank you, a studer. A studer. So a studer nice. says. A studer says gay rights. A studer says gay rights. <laughs> So with that, we're going to wrap up. But Alicia, before we go, we want to thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Um, where can people find you online? And please tell them once more where they can get involved with the Stop Hate fundraiser. You can find me always and endlessly on Twitter for some reason at <laughs> Alicia Stella. Uh, the YouTube channel is Theme Park Stop. And the website is OrlandoParkStop.com. And you can find the Stop Hate event at OrlandoParkStop.com slash charity. All right. And don't forget y'all bit.ly forward slash rap pride. All proceeds to our new pride shirts go to Trevor project as well. And we are more than happy to do that. Rat castle is produced by Nathan Hartman. Yours truly, please subscribe and tell your friends and leave questions for us. You can, as I said, buy merch or whatever you can do all, all that stuff at bit.ly forward slash rat castle. Now grab your belongings and sashay away. <laughs> <laughs>